This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Turn off your laptop. We're on staycation. I'm on totalwine.com. They have so many rosés, chardonnays, and proseccos. It feels like a real vacation. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Hey, imagine if all your frustrations about advertising your business could be solved right now. You should know that podcast listeners are more engaged in higher converting than any other advertising medium. So try AdHub today and reap the rewards of Spreaker's self-advertising platform. It makes it as effortless as ever to be heard by thousands, regardless of the listening app they use. Visit Spreaker.com forward slash AdHub. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com forward slash AdHub and start using your advertising dollars in an impactful way. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Fatback Four Daily for this Tuesday night. This show, of course, is brought to you by Paddy Power. Paddy Power is a bookies, a website, and an app. If you gamble, please gamble responsibly and try to do so with Paddy Power. Odds on Liverpool, LFC Day Tripper specials on Liverpool, uh, all other sports and everything else beyond that. Uh, tonight's show, uh, I have Damo Flood with me, and we are going to have a little chat around. I want Damo's little... Uh, Brief thoughts on the United game. I want to talk about Genk away. Couple of players missing there for us. Maybe Salah coming back. And also the new balance uh, trial that ended today and should be sorted by Friday. Um, mad updates on that this evening, um, which, which have been supplied to me by Phil Casey. I will read through that at some stage for you. Uh, Damo, good evening. How are you? And are you over that United performance? Yeah, not too bad, pal. Um, the, Listen, the performance was what it was. Just happy we can away with with a point. I would, would have really been disappointed coming out of that game with a loss. Um, but the, the, the way I'm kind of being trying to cheer myself up thinking about it is by saying it's Man United away. It's always going to be tough regardless of what kind of way they're playing or what kind of condition they're in. And it was vice versa when, when they always came to Anfield when they were at the top of their game. They always got a tough game off us. So, yeah, listen, we, we took a point out there. Um, we're still six points clear. And there's, there's, listen, there's not a whole lot of positives to take out again, other than that, that we didn't lose it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I, I'm only asking you because I remember watching about 15 to 20 minutes into the game and I seen a, a message from you in the WhatsApp group and it basically said, we're showing these idiots way too much fucking respect. Um, it's is it still something you believe? Yeah, you know, two days later that we did show too much respect, and we should have we should have went out and stamped ourselves on them. Yeah, I think we should have we we should have tried to grab that game with a score for the next four five minutes and really got them and scared the show out of them. We didn't. I think we tried to manage the game, um, and we were probably thinking let's manage the game for kind of until we picked them off and uh, then did a fall asunder, which was quite possibly what might have happened. But as soon as they got the goal. 
they, they, they had something to hold on to, something to defend, something to dig in against, and they made the game scrappy as fuck after that. And they, to get a draw out of it, because the longer that game went on, I couldn't see the scoring. Yeah, they could, I think when early on in the game, Firmino had a great chance and he sliced it off the outside of his boot. I just turned to, to my son who was sitting beside me and I says, it's going to be one of them days, I have a feeling. But I was sitting with a, a Man United supporter watching the game and his fear was, because when I walked in, he says, what do you think? And I said, I think it'll be a draw. And I think I said that in the WhatsApp group two weeks ago. I felt they'd just get something out of it, some kind of result. And I was sitting with the United fan and he said, no, nah, he's going to come at us now. 100 miles an hour for 15, 20 minutes and, and, and get one or two and that would be it. And I was disappointed to see that we didn't. Now whether that was how they played, well, I don't think it was because they weren't really at the races either the first 15, 20 minutes. They were probably the better side in terms of war rate and things like that. But we, we, we weren't really on it. We, we aren't really fancying it, I don't think. Not that I've seen us playing against other teams in the first 15, 20 minutes where we really have a go. You know? Yeah, yeah so yeah, I do. I do feel that way still. I do feel that we we, we were thinking this is Man United. They, they probably do deserve a bit of respect, but they were there for the taking, and I think they were a kind of wounded animal that could have been put to the sword if we really were up for it. And I don't think we really went for the game until the last fifteen minutes. And at that stage, then you could see that they were shitting themselves. Yeah, I think I think another ten minutes of that game, we probably would have won it. But as 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 um as Stephen says, there we can't win every game. Uh, there's a guy on YouTube called Gaming with Great Juice. I can't read that out every time, so I'm just going to call this fella Juice. Um, let's move on and deal with sports. Yeah, I am. Um, I I'm really looking forward to the sports game, but the Gent game comes before that, so uh, we'll have to wait and see. Chris Brack says good evening, and Rodri has pinged his hamstring tonight against Atlanta. He'd be back in a week. I wouldn't worry about it. Uh, I think Dave chats there says hi Reds. Dave, how are you, my man? Um, but look, just um, I just wanted your brief thoughts on it because you know I haven't spoken to you properly since since the game on Sunday. <clears throat> but look, we move on to the next. They're coming thick and fast, and I think when you get a draw like that, when you're expected to win, I think when the games you don't have a week to hang over. It's just you know three more days and we've another one. So exactly. Genk, Genk away tomorrow night. Um, a 19 man squad has travelled. Uh, Trent Alexander Arnold didn't travel due, due to a virus. Uh, John Matip, I don't think has travelled either. Uh, Salah has travelled. Um, so it's one of those where you know, um. It's one of their, we're going to have to mix it up a little bit. There's been talk of mix, mixing it up in midfield a bit as well. You know, Henderson's performance wasn't great at the weekend. When Aldham started well and kind of faded out, Fabinho, it's just Fabinho. Um, it's, 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 it's grand. So we'll try pick a team. Um, let me try read this fella's name out. Is a Gabontwi. I'm going to say Gabontwi. Is his name? He says, Hello, Gav. I've been a regular watcher, but I'm going to start commenting now, even when I have nothing to say. By the way, the G of my fr- oh hold on the G at the front of my name is silent and the twee is pronounced Chewy. Okay, so it's Gonchewy. I don't know. I'm not making. The, I don't even know I'm making it up. But uh, you're more than welcome to comment. Alan says, "Story Gav." Alan, how are you, my man? Uh, Chris says, "If we beat Spurs and Villa seven points in three games, would be very, very decent." Um, and he also points out John Matip for recurrent knee injury. Uh, so yeah, it could be just one of those where. They're not going to risk them, but Damo, looking at this game tomorrow night, it's the perceived weakest team in the group. I think that's very fair to say. Um, there is going to be a cracking game between Napoli and Salzburg. Two games over the next two weeks, I think are going to be brilliant, or the next fortnight or whatever it is. Um, but just just looking at the, looking at the team, 
first of all, in goal, you know, Allison comes back at the weekend, doesn't have much to do. You couldn't really rate his performance. He's fuck all to do, Damo. But it's um, do you start with Allison in goal again, or do you give Adrian that game? What What do you think? Because people are going to have this conversation now because they have a lot of confidence in Adrian. You know, like whereas years ago you'd be going, don't let that fucker near that goal. You know, like when it comes to where second goalkeepers. But do you still, do you think he just keeps betting Allison in? Um, yeah, I think so, and I think that mostly boils down to the fact that. Allison's been out so long. I think he needs game time. I, I think if they were, if this was, if Allison had been playing Premier League and uh, Adrian had been coming in for the the League Cup games and the Champions League games, then I, I think it would rotate that way again. But I think Allison needs games. What, what's he played one game this season um, up until Sunday? He was injured the first game of the season. Wasn't yeah, it's he? First, so, it was first ninety minutes of the season. Yeah, so he, he probably needs. And, like goalkeeping is a confidence thing. I know most goalkeepers are confident, but I think to get another ninety minutes under his belt, especially going into against Spurs, you know, you, you want them sharp, you want them on his game. Um, another ninety minutes under his belt, probably a good thing to do. But listen, if he does decide to rotate him, I, I think Adrian be fine in this game tomorrow. He's, he's been fine for so far uh, when he's had to step in for for Allison. And but I, I think he'll start Allison. I think he'll get more game time. Mm. Chris Black reckons he could see Fabinho being rested. I'm not too sure with, with unless he goes unless he does something like Lovren and Gomez at the back and then he can bring Milner probably in there. We'd have to wait and see. Uh Ray Brady is on and he just says Gavlar with loads of R's and loads of A's and stuff like that. Ray, how are you? Um you know I love you. You're one of my favourite Rays. Uh Chris Brack has Alison Milner, Gomez, VVD, Robo, Genie, Fabinho, Keita, Salah, Firmino, Mane. Um maybe close enough to that, but I will I'll try pick a team with Damo as we go. Dave says Genk are gank. We should be beating them home and away. I agree with you. We should be. Chris Brack thinks it'll be two 0 to the Reds, Mane and VVD. We'll get to some predictions later on. Um I know that Keith is going to be on me after the game tomorrow night for a reaction. Uh six Red Emmett says Allison needs a game time, only face thirty two possession on Sunday. Yeah, that's the worry. You see, it wasn't one where he was really worked Damo. Um I I, I can't <clears throat> You know what? If it was a game where if he hadn't have played on Sunday, I probably wouldn't have played him tomorrow. But because he played on Sunday, he's in a rhythm now. I think he has to stay in. So are, are we both agreeing, Alison, in goal for a start? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think he's nailed on tomorrow. I think he needs the minutes. Okay. So in the back four demo, you're looking at Robertson definitely starting and VVD definitely starting. Okay. Um, yeah. Matt, the, the whole right side of the defence, Matip and, and Trent Alexander Arnold aren't available. Um, do you think he goes Lovren Gomez? Well, I think that's the the likely choice. I, I'll be honest; like I don't mind Lovren coming in there or Gomez as centre half. I would rather not see Gomez at right fullback. Um, I agree. I'd like to see something else. We're, we're, Gomez is a very good defender, but he, he's an awful right full. Um, well, let's. He's not an awful right full. He's an awful right full in air team. Correct. And, and and that's because he doesn't offer you what Robertson and Trent offer you. When it's he because plays. he's a centre half, Damon. Yeah, it is. He, he doesn't want to go past the halfway line. He's not going to join in an attack. He's not going to offer you much. Uh, and that is a big part of our game, and it's a big part of how we play. And I think when he plays in that position, he stifles a little bit down the road. And uh, I'd, I'd rather see us try something different in there. But I don't know. I, I honestly don't know how we could fit in there tomorrow. 
well, put Milner in, but I don't think he's going to offer you much more than Gomez. I tell you what, let, let's have a little look at the midfield first. And if we can pick a midfield, we can probably solve the right back issue. All right. Uh, and then you're, I know you're a close person friend of Jurgen Klopp. You visit him at Melwood every so often and you tell him what to do. And he usually does it. Um, I, I can't remember what game it was where you gave him advice and we went out and won. Um, but w- which game was it? Um, was that when he started oxidizing, wasn't it? And what you being, you told him to start him. Yeah. So, yeah. So there you go. Um, was it Bournley away? You might have been Bournley away. I'm not too sure. I can't remember, but I know you're a close person friend of his. So in midfield, um, there was a lot of talk around Henderson at the weekend. He was poor. Um, I'm going to say that I'm a supporter of Henderson. I'm very open about it simply because I think people underestimate the job he's doing to allow other players to play. Um, a lot of people don't take that argument. They believe, no, he's your captain. He should be doing this. And you're mm, I argue that. But he was poor at the weekend. I think we shifted a couple of system changes, and I don't think he suited him, especially when he ended up being literally a right winger. But he was poor. He played a lot for England. He came back. Maybe runs out with a little bit of steam. And people seem to forget that this injury that he does have that's ongoing and will be for probably for the rest of his career can affect him at times, you know, with regards to fitness and, and durability and stuff like that. So I don't see Henderson playing demo. I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I think he, he looked a bit puffy on, on Sunday. I, I thought he had a poor game. Um, and, and again, we're going to put it this way. He's going to start against sports and I, I'd rather have him with kind of a week's rest under his belt. Mm. Um, that then trying to squeeze him in the game against Genk, especially when we have options there. There's, there's players there that can, that can play tomorrow night that should should be able to win this game, um, and should be, should be enough for us to win this game without having to squeeze him in tomorrow night. I, I think a week's rest will suit him because he, there's, there's not ways about he's going to start on on a on Sunday against Wolves. Yeah, you see, you have to you have to look forward to games, don't you? Like you know. I know we play Genk on Wednesday, well, tomorrow, and then we have four days later we Spurs at Anfield. So you do actually have to look game. I know it sounds stupid to say and a very obvious thing to say, but you actually do have to look forward to these games in advance, especially when you're coming up against Spurs. Then you're, I think you're home to Arsenal in the League Cup, but you can nearly right off. Um, you're away to Villa, then you've, you've Genk again, then you've City. So you have to, I, I'm sure he's looking three, four games down the road and, and trying to fit things around him. The Trent Alexander-Arnold, the Matthew thing won't help, but I think he, he'd be quite happy with who he has to put in there. So Henderson for you was not in there, okay? Fabinho for you, someone else said earlier, you know, do we, do we, does he get a rest? I think Fabinho plays, that's the end of it. I think he plays, I think, I think he'll play 99% of the games that were out there that be a Champions League or Premier League, I think he's nailed on the start. I think he's, he's every bit as crucial to us now as Van Dijk is as centre-back if they're fit to play. And, uh, I, I don't see much wrestling going on. Like he's he's not the type of player. Like if if you look at how we play in midfield, like Henderson, he does a lot more leg work than he had been doing when he was sitting in the six. And when Alden does a lot of leg work as well, where Fabinho, he he doesn't do the kind of the box to box breaking his uh, bollocks, getting all over the park. He, his runs are mostly picking up areas that have spaces being left and if Trent or Robbo have gone forward he's kind of he's protecting that back four and he, he's protecting it well so I think he's crucial to us and I, I think the type of game that he plays he's not overly stretched for a midfielder he's not overly stretched for a midfielder the type of game that he plays because it's more protective type of game so he's, he's more filling in gaps seeing holes that are appearing 
um, and he's not going box to box and closing people down all the time. So the miles and the clock might be a little less for him. Yeah. Um, there's probably someone pulling up stats now at the moment to, get to, to say ah, something. No doubt about it, there is. The country, there's someone in a boxing room somewhere. Uh, <laughs> Googling stats. But, uh, no, I just feel that that's the type of player he is, that maybe the miles aren't on the clock as much as our other midfielders, the likes of Henderson and Wijnaldum will put in during the game. Uh, but I, I just think he is integral to how we play at the minute and if there's no getting away from it. I, I, that's my personal opinion. I think he's he's crucial to how we play as a team at the moment. Yeah, it's um, you, you know, like uh, Maverick makes a good point there, and you know, it's actually against what I think, but it's a fair point. He says if we play Gomez or right back, we can be more aggressive in our attacking style in midfield, to, and and can find a way to compensate for for Trent Alexander Arnold not being there. That's a very fair point. Although I just am completely and utterly against Gomez playing at right back because he's simply not a right back, and we stop have we have to stop trying to shoehorn him in there. Um. The, the, the problem is we actually have nobody else to kind of fill in the Champions League squad. We've nobody else really to fill that void that Trent leaves. Mm. Yeah, no, that's 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 fair enough as well. Uh, Chris Sprack has asked a couple of random questions. Chris, give just I'm going to give you the nod in about ten minutes, and you can ask them again, and I'll I'll try get them out. Um, Maverick says I think Klopp and Cole look at four game blocks. I, I I do as well. I think he's planning this right down to the Man City game, and then he's another international break that he has to him and all of us have to fucking endure. Um, but Damo, I'll put this midfield here. Right, I'll put, I'll put a midfield of. Uh, I'm gonna put Fabinho, Kade, Oxley, Chamberlain in front of you, and the reason I do that is because as much as Henderson's played, I think Wijnaldum's played the same amount, and he carries Holland a lot more than Henderson carries England, and he started out well at Old Trafford, and I thought he drifted out of the game badly. Um, so I'm gonna give you that midfield three of Fabinho, uh, Fabinho, Oxley, Chamberlain, Kade for the simple reason I would prefer Milner to go to right back. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably agree with you on that. Um, my, my midfield would have been Keita, Fabinho and Milner myself. And I probably would have made Doma Gomez being there. Um, I, I think with Keita and Oxlade in that midfield, they would have might be guilty of emptying that a little bit too quickly early on for me. Um, like Everyone's saying Genk are, are whipping boys here, but like, don't forget they just drawn the law with Napoli. Mm. They were fairly fortunate in that though. The chances Napoli missed were fucking criminal, to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah, you're probably right, but at the end of the day, they're still taking a drop, and that was a weight from home as well. Mm. Um, I don't want to, just don't want to be complacent in this game. Like, there's, there's three points there to be taken. The, the next two games in the Champions League in our group are crucial. We, we, we can put down a real marker here. We can have oh, nine yeah. points and let uh, Napoli and Red Bulls, uh, Red Bull Salzburg cut each other's throats. Yeah. You know, so don't want to be complacent at all here. So if yeah, yeah Milner's probably one that I would look at to go right full if uh, rather than have Gomez in there. But I think he will go with Gomez purely again to get him more game time, game uh, as much game time as possible. I think Lovren will definitely play as well because he needs games. Right. So th- that's probably the reason why I think he'll go with Milner in the middle of the park. Right. With Ox to come on for either him or Keita, or yeah. it, it, it could be it could actually be Ox starting and Keita could be the one to come on late. But 
I don't see both of them starting in the middle of the park together, Ox and Kate. Yeah, no, look, it's a, it's a very fair point because Chris Brack says that midfield has never started together before. Concern is Kate and Ox still have injury concerns could also leave Fabinho exposed away from home. I think the key is when Fabinho plays um, and the way he plays and the way we play, whoever plays on that right-hand side of the tree has to be extremely disciplined because even if Milner plays right back for argument's sake, Milner's going to push on and try, you know, literally be some sort of Trent Alexander-Arnold in the way he plays, you know, in, in the in the purpose which he, he tries to play. But the key is that he leaves Salah up. And the person on the right-hand side of that tree has to be there all the time as nearly a cover. And you're left with two in midfield in the centre midfield a lot. And it, it, might be a, it, it might be a fair point to say Gomez a right-back, although I'm completely against it, and put Milner into the, that kind of Henderson role where he's covering all the time and, you know, snapping in... I, I, on the right hand side to cover and let Salah cheat the position as I call it. So it's, it's one of those, yeah, it's, 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 um, I think, he, yeah, he could go Fabinho, Milner, Keita. I'd love to, I just want to see Keita start the game. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, I, ha- I, yeah. and, I ha- and the reason for that is, I, I, I think it was, it might have been Steve Brown on, on Twitter last night. He was saying that, you know, good, good kind of performance from Keita when he came on, he wants to see more. I think it was Steve. And, I made the point that the break seemed to be bringing him back a lot slower than he did in previous occasions. You know what I mean? So it may be yeah. something where he gets another half an hour here and they're building him up. But I think I'd love to see him. I think in a game where they'll sit back, I think Keita could be really, really good. So are we switching there? Are we going? Are we going for me? No Milner, Keita. Yeah, I, I, I think for me, no Milner and Keita start. Okay. And um, if it's not Keita, it'll be Ox. But I think Milner and Fabinho start. Okay. Um, front three. Are you going to go with the normal three lads, presuming uh, Salah is okay to go? Um, I, I'd rather see us probably start again what we went with Sunday mm-hmm. um, and, and just give Salah, bring him off and let, and let him ease himself into the game. Um, hopefully the game is, we have enough in the locker to beat days without Salah and he can kind of ease himself back in and get 40 minutes under his belt. Um don't you don't with Spurs on Sunday again? He's coming back off an injury. I, I wouldn't mind kind of letting this game play out, see how it goes, um, without risking him. To be honest with you, I'd like to well, see him for twenty at the end, regardless. Yeah, I think so. That's what I was just saying. Maybe a little blowout just at the end, mm. um, and just getting back into the game. But here's a match show. What about starting Elliot? Right side. He's still banned, isn't he? He's still banned, is he? Yeah, I, th- I don't know whether that ban is domestic or whether it's just a complete two-week ban because I know he's just back in time for the Arsenal League Cup game. Um, mm. But did he travel? I don't know. I just no, I'd, 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 have to, I'd have to I'd have to go back and look. If anyone can show me the 19-man squad and tell me if Elliot had travelled, I'm not too sure he did. I know Brewster did. Um, yeah. I'm wondering, I am genuinely wondering whether he might do something with Brewster up front because Salah doesn't make Sunday. And if he doesn't make Sunday, he's not fit to play. I don't know how he turns around to Wednesday and, and starts. You know the kind of way? Unless yeah. he was right on the edge and he just said, no, leave it, leave it. You know the kind of way? Um, but I'm wondering, could he do something? I'm wondering, could he, he kind of change the system a little bit? Maybe even go like a, you know, a 4 2 2 2 like they've done before, where you could, yeah. you could play a Fabinho and a, and a Keita and you could play, you could end up playing Oxley Chamberlain right and you could play, or you could play Manny right 
Origi left and put Brewster up front with, with Firmino. <clears throat> I'm wondering could he do something mad like that, but I think Salah the last 20 was fine, so between me and you, will be going with the three to start it on Sunday? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I'd be, I'd be, you'd be very surprised to see uh, anything else there, I think. I think I think it's probably possibly nailed on. I think the three of them. Okay, um, uh, Chris Back has informed me that Elliot did not travel. Um, let me see. Maverick is saying he has a back four of Robertson, Van Dijk, Lovren, and Gomez. I think that's what we've gone with as well. I, I, I'm not I'm not in a hundred percent support of that, but it's something I will I'll go with. Um, I've been overruled by by Damo and the people watching this. Um, so the team we're going with Demo is Allison, Gomez, Lovren, Van Dijk, Robertson, Fabinho, Milner, Keita, and Origi, Mane, Firmino. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind seeing Salah in the last twenty, and I wouldn't mind seeing Bruce like a fifteen twenty. Yeah, you know. But you know what? When you look at that on paper, you're gonna. Now I'm looking at it, I'm saying that that's that's too easy with him to pick. Mm. And I, I'm thinking, is Klopp going to do something mad somewhere and maybe throw one or two core balls in here that we're not expecting? Yeah, well, if, they, if they're if they're going to sit back, yeah, he could go, he could go like a four-one, four-one. You know, it all. The, it all depends what they come out and do. Like, if they come out and try to attack us, we'd sit with a 4 3 3 and, and murder them on the yeah. break if we want to. You know what I mean? Uh, Chris Brack wants to go 3 4 3. I can't see that happening. But he might, he might look at it and say, do you know what? I'll stick Milner and Fabinho. I'll stick them two in the middle of the park. You know, I'll, I'll let Gomez try to get forward. Robertson will as well. The two centre backs are there. And we literally get six players on the pitch, two full backs and four attackers. You know what I mean? Yeah. And go with that, go somewhere like that. Um, a lot of people there are saying that they'd like to see a Rigi start through the middle. I, I'm not, I'm not overly against that. Although, I would have loved, if you're going to try that, I would have loved if Trent was available because you could have pushed Trent and Robertson up. You could have had Firmino and Salah or Firmino and Mane playing as number 10s nearly together and, and a Rigi right up top on, a, you know, on his own. But it's one of those. But I, I think that I think we're, I think we'd be close enough with that team unless he throws, like you said, a couple of uh, a couple of curve balls in. So, Damo, yeah, like, go on. Like, sir, like we haven't spoke about, like I think he, he went for Lallana, one of his four subs there on Sunday, didn't he? Mm, like, yeah, Lallana's available there, and he hasn't even been for a reckoning. You know what I mean? Like, so mm. now I'm not a fan of Lallana, but if he's available, there's there's a good chance he could be one of the curve balls that go in there. You know? Yeah, he could go with Lallana up front. Instead of Origi, and he could play, he could play Firmino up top and, and Mane off the right. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Um, I think that I, I, there could be one or two, but I think I don't think we'd be too far off. Kevo Sullivan says Milner, Lovren, Van Dijk, Robbo, uh, Fabinho, Naby, Ox, Lalana, Mane, and Bobby in a four-four-two. Um, Chris would like to see Origi on the right as a different option to see if it works. There's plenty of options there, but going by what I've seen at the Napoli Genk game. And Genk were at home. Um, I, I just think they will sit back. They'll try soak up pressure. So it will be about one being very disciplined when it comes to the two centre halves and the, the lad in the middle of midfield, particularly. And then up up front and around their box, we're going to have to be creative. You're going to have to try to get Firmino on it, um, Mane on it, and if Kate the players, they're probably the three that you can open you up the most over attacking 
slash midfield players, you know, that way. So we'll have to wait and see. Um, Maverick says this will be a test of how Klopp has improved in implementing plans B and C, etc. Yeah, it absolutely will. Um, Chris wants to keep Mane left and Bobby Central. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. Um, give me a prediction on the table. Um, I think we we win it and we we'll probably win two or three one. Okay, oh three one was my my one as well. I had three one at United on Sunday. Um, very disappointed not to do that. Our bets didn't come in either. So Stephen, that's on this show, is not allowed to type in cap letters anymore, and he's not allowed to tell me that it's going to be four one anymore. That was the deal we done on the bets. Um, they didn't come in, but I think we have another free bet for tomorrow night. So uh, I'll put that out to uh, I'll put that out to Twitter tomorrow, and uh, I'll get a couple of suggestions and stick them on and stick them on Twitter so everyone can see them for the match tomorrow night. Now, demo the last sec. Well, not the last thing we're going to get to, but but the, probably the last. Uh, serious thing we're going to get to is the New Balance uh, court update and trial and different things. Now you did say to me before we come on, Gav, I know they're in court. I know that you know. I know there's something going on. I know that they're contesting stuff, but I haven't really followed it, and that's extremely honest of you. Luckily enough, um, our local investigator Phil Casey. Um, who loves stuff like this has given me a big update on it all, and he's given me some quotes. He's given me some stuff that's gone on in the trial he'll give me some of his thoughts so i'll read them out and i'll let you see what what you think right i i will start this by saying it looks like new balance are going to get the decision on this and we're going to have to continue with them now talking to a few people today they said yeah new balance may get the decision but nike will end up paying them a load of money to piss off then you know that kind of way um but look basically Here's a couple of things I'll read out for you, Dame, all right, just to bring you up to speed. So as anyone that doesn't know what's going on here, New Balance, obviously the sponsors of Liverpool Football Club for shorts and, and merchandise and stuff like that. Liverpool have decided to go with Nike. Nike are offering somewhere in the region of £29 million per year as a base level. And I think it's something like 20% of all of all merchandise, 20% of all profit on merchandise, basically. So the, the, the tally they're coming to on roundabout figures... I, you're probably looking between 70 and 90 million pounds a year. Okay. Um, yeah. New Balance currently pays somewhere in, in the region of 35 million pounds plus, um, I think that's it. That's a flat rate. And Liverpool were going with Nike. Thought it was all done and dusted. Um, New Balance came back in and says, no, we have a clause here that says if we match the offer. So they've matched the 29 million offer. And the argument around this is now, well, hold on. <clears throat> you're not really matching the offer because we're offering X, Y, and Z, and New Balance are saying, well, that's not real figures. You know what I mean? The base, the only figure on the table is 29 million. Um, Kevin Sullivan says, Molly was tweeting that it's looking the like New Balance win, but the judgment will be complicated. Yeah. So basically, here's, here's stuff that's gone on, right? So, judged here asks why New Balance did not match the wording of the marketing clause in Nike's offer. This is all down to, you know, 20% of this and you'll have fucking, I don't know, Michael Jordan or whoever doing all this sort of stuff, right? So Mr. Oldkirk says he does not accept that New Balance did not match it. He's saying that we did offer, the, we didn't match the offer. We don't have to word it exactly. He says the only words that are missing from the New Balance offer are of no less than the caliber of LeBron James, Drake and Serena Williams. It does offer three non-football global superstar athletes and influencers. We don't accept we haven't matched that clause. Judged here says the words global superstar suggest you are looking high up that list. Okay, so basically Phil is telling me that New Balance have matched the Nike and, and argued it can match the now the doors clause. Okay, the doors clause is basically how many outlets you can get Liverpool's merchandise into, Damo, all right? Yeah. 
So, um, as Phil is telling me here, New Balance has matched Nike and argued it can match the doors clause and that Nike cannot deliver 6,000 doors as they claim. 6,000 outlets worldwide where Liverpool merchandise will be sold. Okay? The judge is positioning himself in favour of New Balance, according to Phil. He says the only question is whether one can say calibre is measurable. And that's where New Balance are saying, you can't measure this stuff. The number is 29 million and we're matching it. They're being very cute in what he said. And Liverpool, luckily, they may have fucked up here. You know what I mean? So it goes on and, and there's, there's bits and pieces going on. Um, what else goes on there? The, the, uh, he's going on about different parties and stuff like that. Basically, Phil comes to the end of it and um, Judge here says, suggests he would have no difficulty enforcing the order to court to make Liverpool... Uh, the court makes if Liverpool were to lose, basically saying he'd have no problem making Liverpool stick to an agreement with New Balance. Okay, um, and Phil reckons this is damning on LFC and their QC. So basically, what's happening, Damo, is um, basically what's happening is Damo is that Liverpool are looking at twenty nine million quid as a base level, twenty percent of all profit, and they the. The suggested amount was you're probably looking at around 55 to 60 million on top of that as a ballpark. So you're probably looking at 80 million, 80 to 90 million. That's the, the number they're coming up with. And New Balance are basically saying, well, no, 29 million is the only number and we're matching it. Everything else after that is not quantifiable. Damon, we could lose our big time on this. Yeah, it doesn't sound good on, on, when it's spoken about that way. Um, yeah, because it's, it, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get my head around it here now and, and other, other than that absolute massive head, so I was going to take sure it work. It's, look, I can't understand how a judge can rule that way. Like, I, I what do you see, what do you see, what do you see? I know, I know this is, sorry, I know this isn't nailed on, like, but I work in a sales environment and the whole lot. Mm, yeah. And I know that there's all these laws, especially with, with, with multinational sales and things like that, where mm-hmm. there's, there's, uh, there's the ethics and there's the, there's certain laws that you have to walk to. And as far as I'm concerned, like in, a, in an open tender, Nike have obviously had an open tender to bid for this. New Balance have had something equal. And Nike have offered a better deal for Liverpool. Yeah. I, I don't that, see no, how Nike, New Nike, Balance... Nike have, offered, Nike have offered what you would consider to be a better offer. Okay, But at the end of the day, the way this is being written up is that Nike are offering £29 million per year as a base amount, okay? All right? Yeah. And on top of that, they're going to use their influencers like Serena Williams or LeBron James or whoever else I've, I've listed off there. All these okay. people that use Nike, okay? Yeah. Air Jordan, all this sort of stuff, right? So what they're saying is then is that we're going, we're able to go and put you into 6,000 outlets worldwide, okay, where we will sell merchandise ranging from jerseys, training top shorts, socks, everything with the LFC and the live board on it, okay? Yeah. We're going to make it a massive brand. It is already a massive brand, but we're really going to push it, push it, push it. And they reckon they can come in at 20%, somewhere in the region of 50 to 60 million pounds a year as a basic, as a, as a bonus for sales, 20% sales, okay? The argument New Balance are given is that, now hold on, we have a clause here. We have a matching clause. Basically what that means is whatever money is put on the table, okay? Yeah. Okay? Whatever money is put on the table, we have to match that. And their argument is the only money on the table is £29 million. And they're oh, matching yeah. it. Like Phil there says, new balance matching terms, Gav, is key. 
That's the actual key. And as Phil said to me last night, Gav, we can wander around here talking about Serena Williams and, and doors and, and outlets and, and the amount we'd sell and how much we get. He said at the end of the day, in black and white terms, they have matched. Yeah. They have a matching well, if, clause. And like, if, is it written in their contract now at the moment that if the, like, if they were matching whoever the, the competitive bidder was this time around, that they naturally get the tender or, or, or get the contract? Like, no, no, well, it's, in, it's in the contract. So what happened was Liverpool, this, Liverpool were approached by Nike. Nike put this deal on the table and Liverpool told New Balance, we won't be renewing at the end of the season. We've decided to go with Nike. Okay? New yeah. Balance turned around and said, well, hold on. We have a clause there that if we match what Nike are offering, you have to stay with us. Okay. okay. All right? That's so, now, don't get me wrong. The Nike deal is worth a lot more money than New Balance because if New Balance give them 29 million plus 20%, the 20% is not going to be anywhere near what Nike sell. It's just not. Okay. So even if, even if New Balance were to come in with another 25 on top of that, you're looking at 54 million pounds. Okay. And it's, Nike is worth way more than that. It's probably, I reckon it should, it could be worth between, I would say 75 to 90 million. You know, if you're, if you're asking me, can, can Nike make a profit of 300 million a year off Liverpool and they're selling it fucking everywhere? Um, yeah. I think you can. 20% of that 60 million on top of 29 is 89. You know what I mean? If anyone can do it, Nike can. You know what I mean? Um, Maverick says the relationship with Liverpool is done. However, Liverpool's lawyer should have tried to resolve the issue before it got to court. That is a brilliant point because I think what's happening now is the, the judge is looking going, could this not have been sorted? Now I'm gonna to have to go with a letter of the law. Now a lot of, a lot of people feel that, that, that when they come out of it, Nike will probably offer 50 million and say to, to New Balance, go listen, there's compensation, 50 million and walk away. Yeah, I 100% hear what the lads are saying there, but, but like, doesn't this just show how far we've come as a club in a short period of time that we have these two global brands absolutely fighting to nail to, to get us on board with them, um, and they're throwing, they're throwing money at us left, right, and centre. And um, the one thing I will say is, I, I don't know if it's the club have done it or, or, or just being part of the, the New Balance. Like I'm, I'm going to say, the New Balance stuff has been really, really good. I thought the the, the quality of the kit has been quality, mm-hmm. and the tracksuits and all the merchandise around it has been very, very good. But I was actually down in Liffey Valley the other day, and I was in the the, the pop up Liverpool shop, and I, I remember a couple of years ago trying to get kit like a tracksuit or whatever and you couldn't get it for loving our money um like or you might get a tracksuit but then you go into the shop and they won't have your size or vice versa and things like that at the moment the club is absolutely flying um like i was in there the other day the, the shop was rammed um and like that's i believe they've opened one now in blanchestown pop-up as well they've yeah. one in town the three shops. People, people yeah, that are the, people that are listening that aren't from Ireland, they're they're probably the three biggest shopping centres in Dublin City. That's what he's talking about. And like, if they're what twenty minute drive meter. Yeah. That they're on top of each other. Yeah. But like, then you look on top of it. Nike have had Man United when they were a global brand, superstar brand. Don't see much stuff in the shops. I, I never really did. They had a rail on the in the shop, but there was never really the level of. Uh, marketing of their of their their kit and their gear, especially in Ireland. Now it could have been better in England, but 
I never really was blown away in the shops by the amount of Man United merchandise that was in a shop. Yeah, the thing with this one, the thing with this one, Damo, is that if they do get this, if Nike do get this, they're going to, they're going to, as Phil said to me last night, they're going to turn the live board, all right, and LFC into basically, do you see the way Paris Saint-Germain are walking around with, you know, you know, Air Jordan on their, yeah. on their jerseys instead of Nike. They're going to turn it into this big thing, you know. Uh, Phil has come in to say Dundrum is the biggest. It's, it's not. It's not the biggest. Blanchetown is the biggest shopping centre in Dublin. Um, and I know that. It's a fact. I've measured them all. Um, but, you know what? It's just, the New Balance, Liverpool have made a mistake here. You know, Liverpool have made a mistake. And you see, if they'd have been cute, they could have said to Nike, look, 29 million and instead of giving, give us, give us 55 and 10% and we get to 90. You know what I mean? Something along them lines. And then okay. go to New Balance, go, now you owe 55 now if you want to be on the table. But they've made a mess. They've actually gone lower than what New Balance are paying now. Oh, what, what you, like, like, with the clause being there, somebody in the lawyers for Liverpool should have been aware of that clause from the, from the get go. Oh, they were very aware of the clause. Yeah, and all, but like, the problem was, they let, they spoke to Nike and then went back to New Balance and saying, we're not renewing it with you. Where if you're aware this clause is in there, you say, fuck all, you, you let the thing go out, you say, we're going out now to an open tender. They're going to bid on it. Oh yeah, but, but no, but they couldn't. You don't, you don't get a chance then to kind of say, you put your bid in and you've lost your bid. You don't get a chance to come back and say, oh, well, what price was he in at? I'll match him. Like, that, that's, that's yeah, against but the, the, but the, business. But the, yeah, but no, no. If, you, if it was an open tender, you, it's grand. Nike could just come in and blow them out of water. And you but can that's pick, what we should have waited. And you, and you can pick whatever. But they couldn't. You see, because the end of, of the contract, cost. the end, no, what happened was at the end of the contract, New Balance have, Liverpool can't go anywhere unless they can find somebody that New Balance can't match. Do you get me? Yeah. So it's not a case of running down the contract. They can run down the contract all they want. But and if then they, that was, it, was a poor contract from Liverpool. Yeah, it's a, it's a poor, it wasn't a poor contract. It, it's probably a stand, it could be a standard thing in sport. But doing a deal with Nike for so low and thinking it would go through would probably be a mistake. But look, we wait on Friday. A lot of people feel that New Balance uh, will get the decision on Friday, but a lot of people also think that an hour court settlement will uh, will come about between Nike and New Balance and all will be sorted in the end. But we'll have to wait and see. If anyone has any random questions before we go, I think um, Chris had one. He said, what's your favourite fish to eat? What's your favourite fish to eat, Damo? Hake. Hake. Hake, yeah, beautiful fish. We ain't brought up on bleeding hake. Hake, lovely. Had it down in Dunmore East, um, straight off the boat. Absolutely beautiful fish. Um, so yeah, try it if you ever get a chance. Hake is on the menu. Order hake, beautiful. Okay, um, it's smoke hard for me. Just no messing, Damon. Fuck you and your hake. Um, <laughs> Phil says we got forty-five million a season off New Balance based on that clause when we were out there shy. Um, yeah, but well, that's a good point, Phil. Yeah, and you're right there. Yeah, but like a Maverick says, Gav spot on. Liverpool lawyers should have been more aware and better strategy to ensure that he could avoid being tied into the clause. They should have been more cute. They, I think they just thought, uh, like if somebody says there, Kevin Sullivan says they didn't anticipate the judge not taking future project- projections into account. Bear in mind where we were a decade ago. We needed that clause then, not so much now. Yeah, that's that's absolutely fair enough. You know what I mean? But 
the future projections is a massive thing. I think it's um it's absolutely a massive thing. Um, the judge is just basically going, no, no, no. There's the money on the table. They're matching it. I think New Balance will get the deal um, over the line on Friday. And I also, but I do have a feeling Nike will, Liverpool and Nike will just say, look, we're paying you this, go away. And I think that's what, what will happen. And probably what should have been done in the first place. You know what I mean? Well, speak, speak to the figures I'm talking about there, about 20% being, what, 50, 60 million, 20%. I mm. think it takes about time John Henry set up his own sweatshop and started making his own kits and selling them <laughs> and just keeping the profits of all the kits themselves. <laughs> I don't think we're allowed to say that demo. So that, that's a better way of doing it. Yeah, well, uh, listen, I can't endorse that demo, are I? Uh, oh, I know you can, but I can't. Um, but look, uh, yeah, that's about it. Um, we've gone through Genk. We've had a look at United. We've had a look at Courts in England, New Balance, Nike. We've we've given our favourite fish um, for some reason or other. Uh, but that's that's about it for tonight. I will be back tomorrow at 10pm. Um, myself and Keith will be here with reaction to the game against Genk. Uh, join us then. Uh, it's been a good show. Uh, we have a comp- I have a competition coming up for the month of November and I have I'm going to have a prize for subscribers as we stand now on YouTube and I'm going to have a prize for new subscribers come the end of November on YouTube. But So stay tuned for that over the next couple of days. I'll let you know what's going on there. But that's been the Fatback 4 Daily. Damo, thanks a million for joining us. No better. And make sure to get on the hike. Oh yeah, the hake, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just not fucking happening. I'm not buying hake. Um, that's it. We're out. Good luck. Warning. This product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Because there's only one you, Views Alto is the vape as unique as you are. With Views by You, you can make your unique mix with any of seven colors, three flavors, three nicotine levels, and infinite wrap designs. So how will you do you? Make Views Alto a vape that is yours in store now. Discover more at Views.com. Views. Charge beyond. Vapor products. Underage sale prohibited. Website and offers restricted to age 21 and over tobacco consumers. Some cars are comfy on the inside but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. Sports Social Podcast Network.